let's face it, rents are expensive everywhere, but more expensive places are more desirable to live. So we're going to show you how to live in an expensive area cheaply. Let's talk about it. question that we get a lot of is, okay, I understand, but how much money can I actually save in one year? I personally lived in one of the most expensive cities in the world, in Melbourne, Australia, for multiple years. And the first place I found was a room to rent close by the city. It was furnished. It was beautiful. It was, low, it was just really, really nice from where I was in my life. I was a single man in my 20s, and I was paying $1,000 a month to be able to live there. A couple years ago by, I wanted to be closer to work. I got my feet under me. I met friends. I kind of got my the lay of the land, and I wanted to move closer to work, and I chose to be, have cheaper rent. So I went from $1,000 a month to $500 a month. I was still renting a room in a share house, which worked out really well for me because I traveled a lot for work and I took a lot of holidays. And that's exactly what I did with that saved money. So going from 1000 to 500 I was able to save $500 a month in just rent. I chose to consume it because that $6,000 that I saved for that one year, I did. I spent three weeks in Africa and it was probably my most expensive holiday that I've ever taken in that short a period of time. So that's a real life example for myself that I was able to save $6,000 in one year. That's so amazing. You know, let's let's go back a little bit to the whole complaint that we have, right? We always are complaining about how high the mortgages are, how high, how high the rents are, and every place that's really nice that we wanna live in is so expensive, nobody can afford to do that. And I think that's where to think if you're if you're looking at New York or you're looking at Chicago or Seattle or Los Angeles or San Francisco or Vancouver or Fraser Island in, in Australia, all these places are high rent. The reason that they're high rent and high mortgages is because it's very desirable locations. So if you want to live in a desirable location, you have to pay a high rent. But we're going to show you today of how you can do that without having to pay that market value rent. What are some of those ideas that we have that we've experienced living in places like California and like Toronto and Vancouver and Australia in some places. How do you do that? So Mike, we have five or six different ideas here on how people can live for uh, cheap uh, rent or mortgages. What are some of those uh, areas? Let's, let's talk about a few of those so that people can actually take some action here. Exactly what I was doing. Yes, I was a single man in my 20s when I rented a room with a shared house. I was able to do that. These happened to be strangers who then became friends, and it worked out for me and my lifestyle and everything else. So I've actually done that around the world. But if you're not comfortable moving in with strangers, ask a friend. I've done this as well. I've had friends that had bought bigger houses than they needed because they were anticipating getting married. They were anticipating having a family, and they had a room that I got to rent from them, and that was also cheap. So those are some of the ideas that I've really gotten to do. Again, I was single, but it's not impossible to do it as a couple. And it's probably not even impossible to do it with a family. Yeah. 
there's a lot of different things that you can think of, of family and friends, but it's, it's kind of like what you're willing to sacrifice and what you're not willing to sacrifice part of it. But then also like, if you can save multiple thousands of dollars, if not tens of thousands of dollars, and some of these examples we're going to go over, like, is that worth it to you? What other goals do you have? Do you want to pay off debt? Do you want to buy a house? Do you want to go on vacation? Do you want to change your life? All these things. Like if you could save 5,000, 10,000, 20,000, whatever, it might be worth it to you. So take some of these ideas and consider that some of these might fit your lifestyle temporarily so that you can reach those other goals. One of the things that I would recommend is find somebody in your community, in your network of people that has property for rent. Uh, my example would be there was a lady in my church that I went to years and years ago in California, and she had a property. She was uh, gutting out a barn. She renovated it. It turned it into a condo of sorts, an apartment. And we got that rent really, really cheap. I mean, almost half market value for what would have been out there for an apartment. And we lived there almost 10 years. You know how much money I saved in that 10-year period? It was a lot at half market value. So that's one idea that you can't tap into the people around you. Let people know you're looking for areas to save money or to find a place. And if you're willing to move into a, a different type of place, again, I had a converted barn. So it wasn't a fancy apartment, but it was kind of cool. It was a little bit quirky as well. And we had nice privacy and it had a lot of space for the type of rent that we were paying. So that's something that if you let people know that you're looking or just ask around, you'll find out, oh, there's somebody in my network. There's a coworker, there's a friend, there's a neighbor who has property that will rent it to you for way less than market value. That is a, an option. Yeah, thank you for sharing that. That triggered a memory of mine of when I was in between places, I went to a, a, a person that I met's home. He literally had a shed outside. Didn't even have uh, a bathroom or anything. I had to walk in the house, which was 10 foot away, right? I just walked inside to use the, the restroom and have a shower and stuff. But I slept in a shed for a short period of time and it got me by hmm. let me tell you it was had quirks you know pros and cons comfortable here not comfortable here but it worked for me and it's a lot better than being homeless <laughs> well and sleeping in a shed is not really for everybody again what are you willing to sacrifice what are you not so it might not be for everybody, but that was for you at that time, again, temporarily, that really worked for you and it set you up for success in other areas. So I have yes. another one too is there. So, and we have a few more, one would be caretaking a home in exchange for that rent or that uh, living uh, cost. So if you caretake and you do the yard work and you take care of the property and do all this stuff, there are live-in positions where you can actually care for the facility, the property in exchange for free rent or very discounted rent. I am currently in a place that I'm volunteering for an organization and we have discounted rent. So instead of paying a uh, market value, we're paying a discounted rent because we are volunteering for that organization to do some things around the property, some things that the organization really wants to do. And we have applied for that, we have been accepted and now we live on property doing the things that, that they want us to do. And we have a discounted rent for that. So we live in a very expensive area for very cheap comparatively. So that's another area you can do that. And so Mike, there's one more that are, is really cool and we've got a resource for you. So Mike, tell us about this house sitting, pet sitting gig that you've got that you're a part of and then how people could sign up for that. Yeah. So when I was moving from being single in my twenties and I met my now wife, she and I, we, 
got out and we started house sitting. It was more for pets, but sometimes it's just the house. Someone may just want you to come in and be there as a presence and take care of their home, their plants, their pets. And that allows them to go on their adventure or their holiday with a peace of mind. And they don't have to board their animals because boarding a cat is $30 a night, dogs $50 a night per animal. So you may have multiple animals and it just saves you a lot of money when we come in and we have that exchange. So Elle and I, we have done this around the world. We love it. And it even scored us the opportunity to go and live and work more of a caretaking role instead of just house sitting on Fraser Island. So Fraser Island is the largest sand island in the world off Queensland's coast and is quite expensive. And we got to live in this multi-million dollar property, got paid for it, and we had no rent. So we were there for over seven months and that would have saved us $10,000 in rent, maybe more, depending on where we were, right? So you can save a lot, a lot of money by just trying something new. And what Jason, I always try to tell you, just try it. You're not going to die. If you don't like it, we promise you, you can always go back to the way things were. Yeah. Another thing about this house sitting gig, and we'll put the resource in the description, but this is one of those organizations that put um, their name out there for you. You can sign up and you become a pet sitter, house sitter. And a lot of people who are looking for this are uh, in very nice homes. So you can stay in properties which are multiple millions of dollars. And sometimes it's just for a day or two over the weekend, maybe a long weekend, up to multiple months where somebody's going on their summer vacation and they're taking three months off and you can actually live in their home. They're very, very, very nice home for three months in the summer if you're willing to take care of their animals and water their plants and do the things that you need to do. And that's a way that you could save on rent as well. If you had a three month gig here, a two month gig there, a one month gig there, again, it's not for everybody and you would have to move around and all that stuff and you figure that out, but that's just another resource that that is available out there. There are creative ways to live in expensive areas, expensive homes without having to pay that market value rent on your own and break that bank. So- and I also wanna throw, I wanna throw in there real quick as well, Jason is, Yes, the weekends or a couple of days here and there for what we use, trusted house sitters in this case, is if you don't want to give up your home, just go try it out, right? Keep all your stuff at home, go try it out for a weekend. What Ellen and I actually did for a season was we had a place that we called home and then we get a house sit that we really wanted, really nice house for three, six weeks, whatever it was, and we Airbnb'd our place out. Right. So it more than covered our payments and we had a free place to stay. Right. So you can do things, get creative in thinking things. This is what Jason is talking about. And I have real life experience in doing so. And again, if you don't like it, don't do it again. But if you do, you can really save a lot of money. Yeah. And that's really important too, when you do Airbnb or VRBO or any of those others, if you have an extra room and you just do that, all you need is a few nights a month in order to cover a portion, if not all of your rent. And basically your rent is free 
you do have to sacrifice in having people in and out of your home or in and out of a room, or maybe on a weekend, uh, maybe if you live in a really nice area and it's a good destination spot, somebody will come in and they'll rent your place. And whenever they book that, you just go and stay at your cousin's house. Or you stay at your friend's house. Or you stay at that for, for the time that it's rented. And then you get the benefits from the rent that come in from those services and that pays for your rent in that area. There are ways to do it. So Mike, any last thoughts as we wrap this conversation up of there, there are ways to live in expensive areas cheaply. You just have to be open to some different thoughts. No, first, thank you for sticking to the video for this long. And the question we get to that we will address in another video is what do I do with all this extra money? And that's what we want you to do is apply those to the five steps of financial freedom that Jason and I have lived by and have got us to living our ideal life. So wherever, we don't want you to save this money and consume it. I mean, you can, but we want you to apply that because ultimately we want you to start living your ideal life. So again, the five steps of financial freedom, check that video out.